3HL, NFL Draft Eve. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport with you. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Got a lot to get to today, man. What's going on, Babs? How are you? Can anyone hear me? There, there you are. we go. Look at that. I get a text. I'm like, where's Davenport? She's like, I'm coming hot. Got dog problems. Oh, man. My boy, my sweet boy, Patton, has uh, had, a, had a little effect from his ACL surgery. I guess the anesthesia had a different effect on him. And then we got him home. And now we're we're dealing with some other stuff. So, you know. Send a little good vibes towards my patent dog because, you know, he's my favorite. Yeah, there you go. So, da- Don Davenport TN. Hashtag patent dog. Hashtag Prayers patent for patent dog. I know. Oh, my sweet boy. Yeah. yeah I, I thought he was I thought he was clear and free when he had his second ACL surgery. And came I mean, out well and- his first one was fine and he didn't have any kind of reaction to uh, the epidural or any of that stuff. And and now we're we're dealing with something that apparently only happens to like one or two dogs a year. Of course. Of course we are. NFL draft is tomorrow. Are you becoming more convinced that your favorite player will be the one picked by the Titans? Like, fans always want their guy. And then it's, it always seems like it's never the fans guy that gets picked. You know what I mean? Like, you, at least the last couple of years, I feel like it hasn't been. I, I feel good about my mock pick. Well, I mean, they took, they took Taylor Lewan when you didn't think they needed an offensive lineman. Now they took Isaiah can, Wilson can we say when you didn't that think we're they... okay with the the Taylor Lewan pick at this. Oh, of point, course, though? yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like in the moment right. of the draft, you know, they take Taylor Lewan. You don't think they need an offensive lineman? That worked right. out. Um, Jack Conklin too, if I remember correctly. Yep. But but then they take Isaiah Wilson. You don't think they need an offensive lineman? Well, we all know how that turned out. Uh, John Robinson on our show with some really um, insightful things. In terms of what he learned, you can check the podcast out where you get podcasts. Make sure you sign up for 3HL. Sign up for all the shows on The Zone. Get that done. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all those things. Get it on uh, 1045thezone.com as well. Uh, but so now every fan's got their guy, like the guy that they want. Yes. You've Especially got Newsom. You've got Newsom. And I've been on Newsom for a while. I was on Kadarius Sony for a long time, but now, like, he's a rapper and all this stuff, and I'm like, I, well, don't, well, oh, I don't know. You're done with Kadarius Tony? Maybe second round, maybe. Okay. I, 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 you don't hear a lot about Kadarius Tony anymore. No, you don't. I'm hearing a whole lot about Elijah Moore. Is that where you are? You feel good? Um, we're going to have to figure it out. Maybe I'll figure it out while we discuss things. There's been a trade in the NFL. Uh, the Preds led 4-3 in the third. They love giving up third-period leads. That's what this team does lately. Four goals. In the third period. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I know lost some money on that deal. Tennessee gets a four-star quarterback commitment. Uh, we'll talk about that. Props to Lipscomb Baseball, speaking of Tennessee. They go into Knoxville. I think their record was 13-22 and 22 overall. Wow. They went into Knoxville and took apart Tennessee, 4-1. to one. Up for big games. Their relievers, like the, the last dude that pitched had this slider that nobody could touch. It was amazing. Um, so props to Lipscomb. Great job. By the Bisons, they should be Bison because Bison is plural for Bison. Oh, but here we go. I mean, you that, know. that's a conversation yes. for a different day. The Titans have a PA guy. Uh, we've got that for you. Uh, he was on J. Mark Ramon. I heard him this morning. That dude is fired up. Used to be an offensive lineman. Tried out for American Idol. Got deep too. This guy, varied skill set. Um, 
I feel like he's going to bring a lot of energy, like yeah. a, kind of a different PA feel. Matt Rogers is his name. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that. What else is going on? There's a Major League Baseball team that's going to allow 100% capacity. Whoop, whoop. I'm down with that. Uh, Coach Mack coming up at 320. We'll talk about the draft. Austin Huff with a court patch rant at 345. Todd Furman at 520. Um, we've got all kinds of like betting draft things to get through today. I've also got a stat for you, Don Davenport. You do? You love Northwestern cornerback Greg News. This from Mike Renner. Northwestern cornerback Greg Newsom's coverage stats in his final four collegiate games. You ready for this? Yes. One completion on 11 targets for seven yards. One interception. So he had as many interceptions as he had completions allowed in his last four games and four pass breakups. Now, that doesn't tell the whole story, of course, but. I like it. I'd be down. I'd be down. I'd be down. And the more I think about it, and we'll go through all this um, uh, stuff coming out on Caleb Farley. We'll go through all that. The more I think about it, the more I think John Robinson may not let that guy get past him. Farley? Yeah. Or Newsom? Farley. Okay. Ian Rappaport said Farley without these back procedure things. Right is the best cornerback in the draft. Okay. And, and, and he's so not just you have saying flashes. That. He's getting that from people. Correct. Yeah. And you have flashes of Jeffrey Simmons, but there's a big difference to me with an ACL and a back. Yeah. Big difference. Man, something doesn't feel right. <laughs> what do you mean? The 3HL with Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Hey. And all is right hey. on 3HL. Bring it back. 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 To the surprise of no one, Ron Slade joins 3HL full time. Bring it back. Let's get to it. I'm in the building for good, baby. I like it. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> In the words of my man, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Do you, do you think people out there were like, why is Brent Don just talking? Where's <laughs> Larry? Where's the, man, this is boring. Well, you're sitting there talking about, you're sitting there talking about how, uh, how I know a lot of people that have lost some money. And I'm thinking, man, where's where's our guy Slay? This, <laughs> this is, is where his time. he sure has uh, lost some money on the breads here lately. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I'm like, oh, Greg Newsom, you hear those stats? I'm like, I'm trying to sell Slay yesterday on, <laughs> yes, you on, were. on that pick. It all ties in. Welcome in, hey, teammates. Hey, I am ecstatic. We are about glad to have right you. This is this is this feels very comfortable. This feels like home. I'm comfortable over in this chair. I am definitely in the building and not leaving the building. <laughs> the people Lock have spoken. The door. Lock the door. No question. People. And here's Take the thing, out. man. You 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 have filled in like while Dom was out or while I was out, That's and true. and you've always said yes, and you've always come in, and and you know from our perspective, we developed this chemistry with you, and then and then we're like, why don't we do some shows all three of us? See yeah. what see what happens and. And the people have spoken, Ron Slay. Yes, they have. And I know that means a lot to you because in this negative mm -hmm. black hole world of Twitter mm -hmm. where nobody has anything positive to say at all, 
everybody was so positive about you on this radio station, you and your your energy and your passion that you played with at Tennessee and overseas for all those years, and you just bring it to the microphone. And and we, as Don said, we are so glad that you are a member of the 3HL team, and we're we're looking forward to. Uh, number one, I always say win every day. Yeah. Uh, but number number two, having as much fun as possible, and and that's going to be the vibe. That's what it's about. I'm I am ecstatic. I can't I can't say I geeked. I, I couldn't even sleep last night. I was I was like a little kid. <laughs> I almost laid my clothes on the floor and everything. What I was going to wear, like <laughs> like I was going <laughs> had some extra lunch money and everything ready to roll, boy. I was going to buy everybody at the table new milks, chocolate milks on me. <laughs> You're going to get them on me, man. Shout out to everybody, man. Everybody that's that's been a help in this process of grooming and. Pulling me in and vouching for me, the listeners, morning show, Red yeah. B, Coach Mac, the voice of the the voice of the Titans. Once he say, once the voice of the Titans say, dude is all right. <laughs> hey man, I'm cool. I'm cool. I sit Indian style in front of the campfire and listen to him all day. So man, salute to everybody, man. Appreciate it. JT too, man. Salute to JT, yep. who's not with us, but JT always texts me and says, "Hey man, you did good. Hey, you need to pick it up. You need to do this." So yeah. JT's still working, baby. He's, yeah. He still brings the honesty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, without a doubt. That's our guy. Well, we're gonna have fun, man, and uh, we're looking forward to it. And and uh, we're glad this was uh, this was put together. And, and props to uh, Paul Mason and. Yep. and Allison Warren for, yeah, for Allison? making it happen. Uh, but, oh? but seriously, all, all these messages uh, certainly didn't hurt. And, yeah. and uh, we are uh, appreciative. And, and, the, and the flow is coming on, on Twitter, at 3HL1045. Brian, he's in the building. Yes, sir. <laughs> Kevin, Ron Slay with a, uh, with a muscle emoji. Uh, Cuzzo, Shug, Mike. Uh, yo, Ron Slay, get me hype in the truck on that one. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, Tanya, awesome. J. Martin Ramon, fam. That is. Um, let's see. Jordan, uh, 3HL is absolutely going to slay. Hashtag lock the door. Hashtag <laughs> boom, boom, room. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to wear my Let's Slay hey, socks. you so were. Oh, Come on, Bavar. I forgot. Tomorrow, Slay. Tomorrow. We'll be at Ten Roof tomorrow, we'll by the live way. Live and direct. at Ten Roof. You can uh, come meet the... I'm uh, coming with the blue hair, too. And I'm trying to find the blue hair. <laughs> And the headband. So if my ladies listening, baby, I need you to go out there and find the blue hair. I'm wearing the blue hair, the Titan two-tone blue hair tomorrow. I love it. What a draft, baby. It's going down. <laughs> Andrew, held to the yeah, hashtag lock the door, about damn time. Uh, that's kind of where we were on it, about damn time. So, uh, yeah, 3HL, Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay with you. Are you sure you couldn't sleep last night uh, because you were excited to be here, or was did it have anything to do with the Predators losing you You know what? Again? That was the first thing. You know, I, I tossed and turned for an hour about the Preds giving up four in the third period. Thanks, Preds. Every time you win me some, you take it all back from me. In the matter of, I, I mean, in the matter of a game, though. Like, I put three different bets down, man. Plus three, plus two, plus one. Y'all could have won by any of, any of those. Y'all didn't do nothing, man. You didn't put down four goals for Florida? <laughs> that's what I should have did. In the third period? And guess what? I got something for them when they play. Who they play? Dallas yep. coming up? Yeah, and that's big, big, big game. Well, they have a two-point lead against Dallas. Dallas has played two fewer games, though. So Dallas has a game coming up before they play the Preds. Mm -hmm. So they actually could be tied um, mm -hmm. when they play with, uh, I think, five to go. Preds, just let me know what I got. Uh, is this Todd Furman on today? He is. Todd Furman at 520. Man. Maybe right, he man. can help you. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to lean in to him. <laughs> Alan Bell. You know what? I, there it is. I know. I got a bone to pick with Alan Bell. Oh, <laughs> I got a bone poor, to pick with Alan Bell. Poor Alan Bell, because yeah, yeah. there was somebody on Twitter that had a a mean bone to pick with See? him. Well, Don't me. be. I know you're not that guy, so that's. Nah, yeah. Well, I might do the KD Twitter and get a. 
Like, to get a burner. <laughs> yeah, get a burner account. <laughs> go burner. Alan Bell. <laughs> By the way, Alan Bell was the first to congratulate you off the tweet. Yep. Hey. Oh, there you darn, go. Alan, yeah, you got yeah, back in my good graces out. that quick, man. Calling him out. Salute Alan Bell, man. Lucas on Twitter, let's go. Uh, thank you, Lucas. I, I found out today. Um, in an entertaining way that I wasn't following Lucas on Twitter. I don't know how I wasn't following Lucas on Twitter. But I got called out appropriately uh, by Buck Rising and Lucas, and uh, I quickly followed Lucas on Twitter. So follow Lucas on Twitter. Lucas, I follow you on Twitter. You got to follow the pan, the pan, man. Pan the man. Pan Brent the was man. the missing piece of the puzzle there. Oh. We're, all, we're all set here. That's great. I'm so hype about this. Yeah, me too, Lucas, man. Appreciate it, brother. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. Coach Mack, coming up next, we'll dive into some of these draft guys. There's a guy I want to ask about we haven't really talked with Coach Mack about, Rashad Bateman. What about him at 22? We'll go from there. Coach Mack next, 3HL, 104.5 The Zone. 3HL, 104.5 The Zone, Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. He's full-time. No more 10-day contracts for you. Still not on. Hey, I'm back. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. <laughs> well, Mike just came out. Good job, girl. Isn't that cool? Oh. Yeah. My partner just hit me, Bobby Graham, man, who made the catch against Memphis to keep that 98 National Championship alive. Bobby Graham, yeah. Yeah, he hit me and said, uh, man, you smiling. It is, man. Congrats, bro. <laughs> For a second, yeah. I thought you said Bobby Brown. I wish Bobby Brown would hit me. I can hear him <laughs> right now. Might be pretty cool. I thought he said <laughs> Bobby Brown, too. Yeah, get yeah. Bobby on here. Get him on here, kid. I'm seeing you the number. The one soundbite we have from Bobby Brown in that box in there, he yeah. was talking about um, what? Don't even having an experience <laughs> with a ghost. Is that a good huh? way to say it? Uh, having a sexual experience with a ghost. Okay, thank really? you. Really? <laughs> well, you have to, I mean. Yeah, because I, I didn't know. You I didn't, didn't even if think. If you don't say it, you might as well just say it all the way. Yeah. 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 Bobby Brown with a ghost? I mean, he, yeah. What was that about? I, that was that. Put, oh, I'm sure Kevin's going to try and find <laughs> He's going to try and find it. I don't know. I don't even want Robin to. Roberts was interviewing him, and it, it just went that way. It, the conversation went that way. It was bizarre. Have you ever seen a ghost, Ronsley? No. Bobby Brown has. I, that's interesting. Six cents. Maybe his six cents is working. <laughs> Ain't nobody humping around. Was he? What was he doing to the ghost? <laughs> that's what I want to know. I don't know. We'll find that later. Uh, Coach Mack doesn't Mack. have anything to say <laughs> about us, any of this. Coach Mack. Uh, Let's talk ball. Coach Mack joins us, uh, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Coach, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. Ron Slay, congrats, man. Coach Mack, man, really appreciate it, brother. Thank you so well, much. I think that, that's outstanding. And guess what? They don't just give these jobs away. You earned it. So that's that's outstanding. Very, very happy for you. And it's great for 104.5 Zone. Thank you, Coach Mack. Glad to be a part of the family, man. Now I'll call you Uncle Mack. <laughs> Uncle Coach Mack. So uh, you've, been like through a, you've been through a lot of these, uh, Coach, as a, as a longtime coach in the NFL. Um what, what, where were you in the process like 24 hours out? You pretty, I mean, there's different times of the process. About 24 hours out, you are still, you're not gathering, you're not gathering information that you don't know about. What you are doing is, is confirming some things. Yeah. Because there's always questions that come up, just like with Caleb Farley. I mean, now he's got COVID, right? I mean, so there's always things that come up and you have to keep a real, consistent watch on everything because what you don't want to do is once the, once the clock starts, guys, look, everybody's had a lot of fun with these mock drafts. Uh, we yep. did one for, you know, uh, for the, for the OTP that, that we, you know, we threw a lot of Easter eggs in there, Rhett and I and Amy and Mike Keith and had a lot of fun with it, Easter but, uh, you know, subscribe to it, listen to it, 
but uh, don't bet any money on any of those picks being correct. <laughs> other than the, other than the first two, I've got. I mean, I've got Belichick's dog Nike. That that uh, clique eye dog he's got. I've got that dog in there. So we, you know, it's fun to do. But once you go on the clock, once all of this, well, all of this stuff, all the curtain pulls back, and you go, you go on the clock. You need to have things in order. So that's what you're doing right now, Brent, to your question. You're being sure everything's in order. You mentioned Caleb Farley. I'm curious. Uh, you don't get into the medicals uh, as you evaluate players. Um, you, you've talked about how much you like him as a player. Uh, but but how much due diligence goes into monitoring that situation with those two back procedures and, and now with the COVID thing? Yeah, Brent, I mean, it's got to be. I mean, it's a big part of it. And as I said, I used to be deep into the medicals because, you know, I for 31 years I made picks that my job depended on. You know, now, you know, I just, you know, I, I'm able just to talk to people and let them know what's going on. But when you're involved in it and your livelihood depends on it, believe me, you're deep into the medicals. And it's even more uh, adept this year just because of the fact, you know, that combine, that's one of the biggest advantages of the combine, guys, is, is you get 300 medicals with everybody there. And, you know, that in, Indianapolis, that's one reason they got the combine, because of all the, the hospitals that are there, the proximity they are to the place where those players stay and work out. You've got access 24-7 to the MRI machines. So that is big. And that didn't happen this year. You, you brought about 150 guys back there. Yep. So to answer your question, as to how big the medicals are, they're huge. Uh, a, a lot of things happen within the you know day or two of the draft as well as far as movement. Phone calls are happening behind the scenes. J- John Robinson told us what yesterday or the day before right here on 3HL. He's like, yeah, I still got a, a couple of phone calls to make as well. The Falcons coming out today saying that they have talked to almost every single team um, about, you know, trades, picks, movement, all of that. And today the Panthers now um, have shipped Teddy Bridgewater to the Broncos for a six-round pick. With the Panthers paying about $7 million of his restructured deal, it feels, Coach Mack, uh, a little similar to the Ryan Tannehill where the Dolphins picked up a big part of his tab when, when he came here to the Titans. Don, it's, 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 it's exactly like it. And it's part of it. And it, it goes a little bit in Brent's question. What are you doing now? These are some of the details you're finally starting to pull together Now I really miss, I really miss being with the team this time of year, because yeah. as you can imagine, you know, for a lot, a lot of years, I was really working the phones hard, you know, during, during this time and during the draft, because that's a big part of it. You know, believe me, I mean, there's a lot of things that go on, you know, on, on the telephone, you know, during the draft, that are really, really interesting uh, to, to be involved with. There's a lot of deals that are, are nearly made that uh, are the, the phones hung up. There are a lot of deals that are really, uh, you don't even think you've got a chance. And all of a sudden uh, somebody comes on the line and says, let's do it. And so there's a lot of things that go on, but this, th- during this time, and, and, and there's a lot of calls being made, you know, people wanting to check and see and saying, Hey, look, if I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here at, uh, at, at 26, uh, and my guy's not here. How interested are you or coming? Are you to coming up from say thirty four or thirty five? I mean, all of those discussions are going on right now. And then there are a lot of discussions that go on uh, uh, on the clock too. So it's a really it's a really fun time. I miss that part of it because it gets your adrenaline flowing just like you get flowing on game day because it's live and it's in person. 
Coach Mack, we're all over the place with the draft. I can only imagine what the war room is like. You've been in there. What in this situation could be the head scratcher like, uh, are we sure that we're going to take this guy? It's, I mean, it's bouncing around, and we're starting to see wide receivers being the guy. Anything outside of that could could be a shocker. What could that shocker be? Well, Ron, here's the, here's the deal. And to your question, which is a relevant question, you know, because of where the Titans are picking. You know, when you're picking 22, a lot of what you do is dependent on what happens, you know, 21 picks ahead of you. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to be able to be malleable. You've got to be able to adjust on the move, just like you have to do during a game. And so that's that's what you're looking at, because if a run starts, if a run starts on a on on a position Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, uh, you know, two people that you have, that's why it's so important. I mean, mock drafts to me, you know, as I say that, that I'm not into the mock drafts. I enjoy doing that one with Mike Keith and Amy and, and Rhett Bryan for the OTP. But I mean, in general, what I'm more involved in is putting these players in pods so that so that when when picks come up, I've got a horizontal board that I can draw from and get commensurate value across the board in case something gets wiped out positional wise that I may want. So that's what you're looking at right now. But it's hard to answer that question until you know what's going on before you when you're at 22. It's a lot easier to answer that question if you're in the top 10, mm-hmm. because clearly you're dealing with smaller numbers. Then what you worry about is somebody coming up in front of you for somebody they really want. So there's a lot that goes into it, and there's a lot of movement that goes on that's not on screen, guys. I promise you that. Coach Mack with us, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennessee since 1947. So, Coach how much of draft day how, how much how do i say that? how much of draft day moves are are chess moves that have been predetermined that have been thought out and how how much of it happens on the fly and ends up being gut decision it's both it's both and and, and brent it, it and it's very real that it's both because you can get something set we've already seen you know some things that have been set. Some, some have already been made, but it is very definitely both because, and especially once you start getting into what I call the belly of the draft, really, when you start from the second round on, then there are a lot of moves that can be made because, you know, when you, if you start looking at a draft chart and there's a lot of different draft charts out there from that first one that Jimmy Johnson introduced, you know, when he came in, but when you start looking at your draft charts and start trying to figure, I mean, we, you have one person in the draft room, that's their job. That is their job. As soon as people are on the phone talking, they'll say, all right, give me a value on 93 to 127 yeah. to a two next year. Get All of that stuff goes on. And you don't know, you don't know until you're on the clock and people start. And when somebody takes somebody that you had no idea that they were interested in, because as much as we'd like to say that everybody's draft board is the same, it's not. It is absolutely not. Numbers-wise, Value-wise, position-wise, you've got 32 different draft boards. You may have some spots that are that you can pretty much say, I'm pretty w- sure that within five people, this is who they would like. But but to know, you don't know till you're on the clock. Um, uh, along those lines, I know that your draft board is going to be different than the Titans, than the Steelers, than everybody. But, Coach Mack, when you look at uh, this group, how many first round grades would you put on on players? Did you did you study it like that? Did you look at it in that way as to first ground first round grades? 
I mean, usually, because what is it usually about, what's a typical draft, 22, 23? Yeah, and, and what you say, what you say is, is is real, Dawn, because of this. What might be your number, your your first round pick might not be mine. All right. right. So I, I don't look at it at rounds. I look at it with traits. Okay? okay. How many traits, how many really viable traits does this person have for this position, you know, in accordance with what it really it takes to be an elite player in this league, trait-wise? Because you don't know what they're going to do when they get into the league. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, look at Ramon Foster. I mean, this guy, this guy was a free agent and played 11 years of really good football. So, <laughs> yep. yeah. you, know, you just, you just don't know. But what I do do is look at traits and I can, I can say, I can pretty much say, you will hear me say a lot when I'm talking about the draft or I'm, I'm vetting a player, you know, uh, either where it's just with you guys one-on-one or whether it's with an audience, he's got elite quickness. This guy has, has, uh, has elite suddenness. This guy's got elite length. This guy has got, a, a, you know, elite instincts. So when you've got some of all those elite traits, then that to me, you're talking about someone that you would like to take, you know, pretty early in the draft. The longer you get down into the players, then they may have one or two of those traits, but not three or four of them. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's that's the way that I've always looked at it. That's the way I was taught to look at it. You know, when I first came in with Bill Tobin and that that uh, amazing uh scouting staff that they had at the Bears all of those years. That's how I was taught to look at it. So that's how I've always done it. Dave McGinnis with us. Coach Mack, uh, Titans Radio will have uh, the best draft coverage coming up on Thursday and Friday. And as he said, the OTP with a mock draft that will drop tomorrow morning. So make sure you uh, rate, review, subscribe, all of those things with the uh, the uh, Titans Radio guys in the OTP. Uh, Mack, I'm going to ask you about wide receiver. I, okay. I, I know mm-hmm. you have a big fat book of players that you have evaluated. So I'm, I'm kind of giving you some time and, and saying words into this microphone while you get to, to the wide receivers. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and say words. Um, Slay loves Elijah Moore. And for those that haven't heard your evaluation of the Ole Miss wide receiver, hit me with that, please. All right. Here's, here, here, here's, here's what, you, here's what you, here's what you are getting in this dude. Okay. I'm just going to sum it up for Ron Slay. Because right, I, I want it. My powder dry too, Coach Mack, so don't, <laughs> don't let it run on me. This, to me, is an athletic, very, very controlled dude, okay? Mm-hmm. He's got strong hands. Uh, you could use him a lot of places. And the number one thing that I love about him, he's physical and he's tough, okay? Mm. And this dude to me, now he doesn't have, you know, he, I'll give you the numbers. I've got his numbers, 5094, 178. So you, you talk about elite traits, doesn't have elite length, right? Right. Okay. All right. But what you're looking at, a decent wingspan, nearly 72 inches for that height, but he runs 435. That's elite. All right. And then what you, uh, what you look at, the, he's got a 36-inch vertical jump, which means he's got some one-step explosion, broad jump of 10, which means that, that he's got a little bit of juju to him when he sticks his foot in the ground, all right? And he's got a six six seven three cone which means he can change directions. I like this player a lot, but I like him because of this. We are drafting football players, correct? Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we're doing. Mm-hmm. This guy's a football player. I like that. Now, I, I'm, now I was on the Kendarius Tony. I was I was on the Kadarius Tony uh train when Brent hopped off. I kind of hopped off of there, and I don't know if Brent <laughs> snatched me off of it. So I kind of fell into the Elijah Moore lap in a sense. But could you persuade me on Tony right now if you wanted to, Coach Mack? 
Ron, look, let me tell you something. We are sitting in a draft room, and I say, Ron, I want you to read your report on Kadarius Tony. Mm-hmm. I want Brent to read his report on Kadarius Tony. And the thing I'm going to do is sit there and listen to both of them, but I don't want you to come off of what your opinion is of a player. I don't want you to do okay. that. Okay. Okay. It, you, you need to just you need to talk it out because there is no right or wrong. And the best GMs are the best listeners. Okay. Right. Kadarius right. Tony has got a lot of a lot of get up and go to him. Right. A whole lot. He's not as physical as Elijah Moore. He's not as a, a physical receiver. He's more twitchy. He's more twitchy and he's more sudden. All right. Mm-hmm. And there's probably there there's probably more. I mean, he was a he was a quarterback. I mean, there's probably, you know, some off-schedule things that he can do, but both of them bring an element to a passing game is that you're going to have a piece for them to do that's going to complement some of the bigger dudes that you have at the receiver position. So I would not come off of either one of them. Both of them are going to be able to play in this league, but they're different types of receivers. They are, they're different types of receivers because one is a more, I, I, I could say, a scat type of receiver and the other one is a little bit more nuanced and a little more physical. How's that for you? That 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 is spot on. Now I'm back in limbo. Thanks. W- coach would Matt. you be concerned at all coach about Young Joker? That's his rap name. He's a rapper too. Tony. Yeah, Kadarius uh, Tony. He's a rapper too. He, young Joker. Let me, let me tell you if Kadarius catches the ball and scores, he can be Young Joker, <laughs> Young Bopa, I don't care. <laughs> As long as he shows up in practice, yeah. and he's a pro. He can he can do whatever. He can rap whatever the I, heck you I, want. I could care less. I used to have a Ron Cox from Fresno State that would be just about a minute into my meetings every morning because he was had just shot a deer with a bow and arrow. So I don't care. <laughs> All right. While we're on that type of player, what about Rashad Bateman? Yeah, Rashad Bateman's different than those other two. All right. Okay. I mean, he's 603, about 190 pounds. This is a this to me is a really nuanced route runner. And what I like to say, he's a step route runner. In other words, he can he can he can run most routes without really having to gather himself. Uh he's a he's more of a build-up speed type of guy. He's a volume uh, a type of receiver. He's not a real sudden receiver, but he's a great hands catcher. I love he's got snatch hands. He go it goes he goes away from his body. He's been very, very productive. Now I like Rashad Bateman. But again, he's a different type of receiver than this. He's played the X, Y, and Z both. Yeah, I mean all three, you know, up there, up there at Minnesota. So he's a nice piece that you could work with. But if you're if you're if you're think you're getting Rashad Bateman, and now he's he's got speed, but he's not he's not a four three nothing guy. But he is a nuanced route runner, and he can run he can run the whole route stem, and I like that a lot. Coach Mack, what happens in the war room when there's disagreement? Well, there's 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 no disagreement at this time. You you've had your disagreements three and four months ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you're all done. Everybody's on, even if you're not yes, in agreement, yes, you're on the same page. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. And then what happens is what you do is this, Don, and I'm glad you asked this. I'll give our listeners a little insight. So say you've moved down. I mean, especially where the Titans are picking in every commensurate round, there, there's going to be a lot of players taken off the board you know, by the time they pick. So you'll have a bullpen set up with four or five guys and you'll check your horizontal board. And then you'll say, okay, everybody get out your reports about four picks before you, before you're coming on, which about 25, 30 minutes before you come on. And then let's reread the report. This is what we agreed to. This is what everybody says. Anybody feel any different? This is what we're saying. If this guy's here and then we'll put him on the board, ABC, if A's gone, we'll take B. If B's gone, we'll take C. 
if C and A are gone, that makes it easy for us. You, you, you know what I'm saying? But all of those uh, disagreements, and you want disagreements. Believe me, all the draft rooms that I've been in in my life, you want disagreements. I mean, I can tell a story, and it's not telling anything out of school. I can remember Jim Washburn standing on the table. You know, remember when we drafted uh, Jason Jones and Will Hayes yeah. in the same draft? Well, you know, the, the scouts did not have very high grades on these dudes. You know, and but they Jim turned out okay. No, but Jim Washburn liked them higher, and so he was willing to say when it came his turn, he, you know, and Wash being Wash, which I absolutely love the man, is is he stood up and said, look, I wouldn't work these guys out. He said, if you'll take them, you know, a couple of rounds higher, you know, I promise you, you know, I will, I will make them into players for us, and if I don't, you can fire them and me on the same day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so he did. And he followed up guys, on it. Well, both those guys had long careers, but that's why I'm right. saying – those are the type of discussions you want people in your draft meetings leading up to the draft with opinions. You don't want it to be confrontational, but you, I mean, look, I can tell you so many stories with myself and CO Bricado and CO taught me a whole lot. And he always said, Hey, look, young coach Mac, if you got an opinion, just have something to back it up with. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't just be saying something to say something. And, you know, that's not what you want, because that's what happens with all this mock stuff. People just say stuff to say stuff. Well, yeah. you know, when the games start, you know, saying stuff doesn't count. Love it, that's Coach Mack. That's what happens Mack. with Hot Take Guy, too. That's it. Hey, he we'll, needs to be a shirt, Coach Mack. <laughs> we'll be listening Thursday and Friday, Coach Mack. And, uh, of course, the OTP podcast is out there, and the mock draft will drop tomorrow. Love it, man. Thank you. Have fun, Coach Mack. Yeah, guys, don't take anything that we said on the on the on the OTP mock draft for real. <laughs> I think he's talking to you. Blurred lines. I won't. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Thank Mark. you, Coach. Yeah. All right, David Geddes, uh, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Coming up next, Austin Huff's got a rant. We'll be right oh. back. 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Austin Huff with his weekly rant. Corkpats.com, corked with a K, on all the socials. Got the Tighten Up podcast as well. Austin, what are you burning on today? Oh, my gosh. First of all, before <laughs> I go anywhere, before I go anywhere, I have to give a huge congratulations to my guy, Ron Slay. Man. Ron. Appreciate that. Dude, <laughs> very well-deserved. Freaking part of one of my favorite radio shows of all time. I, I love this for you. Congratulations, man. Man, I appreciate it, man. I hope I don't bring it down. I got to pump it up somehow. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> no on, more 10-day contracts for this yeah. guy. Yeah, 10 days well, over, and, man. <laughs> and, and what? It was it was announced, like, officially, like, what, like 30 minutes ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So his tenure on 3HL is already longer than Isaiah Wilson's time with the Dolphins. <laughs> yep. And that six-track EP, whatever that was, he put out. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, Ron, because that's what I want to hit on today. Uh, yeah, get him. Isaiah Wilson's rap career, if you want to call it that. It's, I, I don't know. And tell me if I'm wrong, guys, but it seems to me like Isaiah Wilson has a lot of yes men in his life. It just, if he comes up with an idea, they're like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. And he just does it. Whether it, whether it be a, a six song EP on Spotify or, or doing donuts in Charlotte Avenue, it doesn't matter. He's going to do it. And, and people are going to back him to do it. And like, at, at no point, 
someone in his in his crew said, Isaiah, you're good at football. Maybe just stick with that. <laughs> like stay down that lane. It feels like when when Taylor Swift tried acting, you know, it's like, Tay Tay, you're good at music. Just stay there. OK, <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't need to be venturing out. You don't need to diversifying your portfolio. And especially in Isaiah Wilson's case, because it's like he's diverse, diversifying a portfolio that he never he didn't even diversify the football part of his portfolio. So <laughs> I don't know. I, and now, obviously, like I'm a I'm a white guy and I'm like the whitest of white guys, <laughs> you know, like like I'm, I'm like one of those guys who aggressively dances at weddings. <laughs> OK, sweating. I can. Picture right. This. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I bring a change of shirts <laughs> just <laughs> just so it's not embarrassing by the end of the night and I don't get my wife's uh, front seat wet. Uh, so it's like so clearly anything I any review I give on his wrapping should be taken with a massive, massive grain of salt, kind of like the salt Titans fans still have towards this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you guys heard any of it? Have you guys heard any of oh, yeah. Isaiah's? Yes. Listen, he, he, he spent a lot of uh, Amy Adams Strong's money on beats. The beats are great. <laughs> He's slapping. Oh, you like the beats? I, I like so, the beats. The, the rap beats, yeah. Not so much. Okay. So I've only, I, t- uh, full disclosure, I've only listened to one song. <laughs> really, because that's all I could, I could stomach. <laughs> <laughs> but in my opinion, he sounds like Frankenstein trying to talk. <laughs> I, I, I agree. You are not wrong. I said the same thing. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's just like, mm, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously with a lot more cuss words than, than what I just said. Um, but yeah, the album is called Layup Lanes, which if to anyone listening, hop on Spotify, just look up Layup Lanes, or you could search his rap name, which is Gigi Bowser. <laughs> go Gigi, go G. GG Bowser, which is funny because I would have thought he would have gone with something like the notorious B.I.G. disappointment or <laughs> something like no future or or my personal favorite Chance Warmack, the rapper. <laughs> uh, one of the songs, one of the songs, or at least the one that I listened to is called Meep Meep, which I assume is like is in reference to the Roadrunner. You know, meet me, and because <laughs> because his albums sound as bad as like as if they were made by Acme. Um, but the song is the song is three minutes and twelve seconds long, which is about three times as long as he spent on an NFL field in his rookie season. <laughs> and my favorite part about this one song in particular, and this is not a joke, he stops rapping a minute and five seconds into the song. For the final two minutes of the song. It's just the beat. <laughs> I yeah. told Don says she could rap better than him. And I said, well, he's got this song, Meep Meep, where it's just the beat. It's, that's all it is. So you can just pull that. Yeah. Let go. I, and not not to clown too hard on the guy, but I think she could play left tackle better than him as well. Yeah. yeah. Get more time. I tell you. Yeah. Right? But yeah. Brent, if you like the beats, this is like your song. This is this is the song you should be bumping <laughs> in your in your Dodge on the drive home. This is. <laughs> Just for like the final two minutes of the song, it's just the beat. And like, there's not, there's no, there's no feature artist. There's no hook. There's nothing else in the song. To me, it it feels like it's a microcosm of his NFL career. Just starts off bad. And then out of nowhere, he just quits. (laughs) Yep. Well, I mean, three of the five songs, he's got another rapper that does all the heavy lifting. And he just does Frankenstein noises. (laughs) 
<laughs> there is yeah the frankenstein noises i listen i did listen to another song now that you bring it up because i wanted to hear what the uh, featured artist was was like if he was any any better and he rapped for like the first probably four-fifths of the song and then like the last like 20 seconds was frankenstein mumbling again um but yeah, I don't know. And, and I didn't look Brent and I, I don't mean to knock your taste here, but I, I wasn't a fan of the beats. To me, the, the beats were like, uh, they were like the Casio watches of beats. <laughs> like it was, it was like the karaoke version of a karaoke version of a song. It was what his beats sounded like. So we like had, if SoundCloud was having a going out of business sale, that's where he purchased these beats from. We had John Robinson on the other day. Do you think we failed when we did not ask him if he had heard the new EP from Isaiah Wilson? I, yeah, I'd be curious to know if J <laughs> Rob. I bet in I bet in, I, and I'd be really hoping in the first round during the draft tomorrow night, in their war room, they're just bumping his album. Not because <laughs> like, not to give him the Spotify plays, but just just to remind them of uh, that how important the first pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there he is, Austin yeah. Huff, courtpass.com, the website. Thank you, Austin. Good stuff. Appreciate man. it, Austin. Hey, Isaiah, don't quit your day job. Oh, wait. There you go. Um, yeah. Tighten up podcast, too, with Jack Gentry and Austin. Huff. Um, you, you guys need to have Slay on that thing now. Give me some. I won't be. I will not be like Isaiah. That's, Isaiah is the coleslaw without the mayonnaise. You ever had coleslaw without the mayonnaise? It's not the same. It, it ain't. Exactly. Boom. There what else you, you put in it if you don't have mayonnaise? Exactly. That's what we're trying to figure out. What else you put in this? Y'all ain't never got two things that uh, match. Some of those like fancy, <laughs> yeah, some of those mm-hmm. fancy taco places do the coleslaw without the mayonnaise. Yeah, first of all, coleslaw is really not nothing. Somebody, uh, somebody wants to hear the Costa Rican monkey story, which I haven't even heard that story. We had to get, we had to get somebody to pull that up and play it, boy. That's yeah, that was a, that was a deep one. <laughs> that was a deep one. It's a lot that went on with this story, man. A lot went on with Bobby Brown and Robin Roberts. I can't wait ghost, to hear that one. Ghostal rea- uh, ghostal relations. We've got that for you when we come back, and oh, uh, yeah. we'll talk more draft. <laughs> which guy are you just gonna die on the table for? Coach Max said Jim Washburn standing on the table. Which guy are you standing on the table for? Now's the time. Let us know. 615-737-1045.